0: 90 Soccer Time podcast, our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC, nerdy soccer culture, fan outrage, cutting Eastern Washington commentary, and an attempt to understand the hottest soccer league not funded by foreign royalty, MLS. Uh, We're your hosts from mornings on 107.7 The End. I'm Gregor, and he's been in the locker room, on the pitch, and in the stats booth at Lumen Field, Spokane Brandon. And in Spokane, yeah, that's and in
1: Spokane, mostly, mostly just here.
0: So you're probably wondering why I, no one listening can see this right now. You're probably wondering why I'm wearing this face mask. I was, mask.
1: I was wondering, and you said face mask, but I heard space mask. It is not a space mask; it's a face mask.
0: It would not keep me alive in space. I would instantly die. Um, but it's <laughs> space because mask. it's because I had this tooth out, and I want to show you how
1: horrifying it is.
0: Oh no! Ready?
1: Oh, that's like a that's a front that's a front boy. Hey,
0: you want to go throw some rocks off I five at people? That's what, that's what I look like. It makes me look like instantly, like yeah. I've got some sort of terrible drug problem. So. Yeah,
1: totally. Ah, um, are, are you going to ah. go? Are you going to go gold tooth in there? <laughs> to, to
0: get everyone up to speed, I had speed. I had. Speed. Uh, I, I sound like Mike <laughs> Tyson. <laughs> hey, you want to give me a kiss? <laughs> um, My eyes up. are up here. <laughs> stop looking at my tooth um i had to get tooth number 24 removed and um, because i'm getting i have invisalign here which i will now put in so i stop lisping all over the place but um yeah so uh i did that yesterday yeah. in invisalign <laughs> <laughs> no no i really want to hear you say withered bird <laughs> everybody get a look at the withered bird <laughs>
1: That hurts so bad. Oh, man. Putting in Invisalign is definitely great for an audio medium. (laughs) (laughs) Just crunching and
0: slurping. As opposed to the last two minutes where I described having a missing tooth. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, uh, do a quick solid. Click on through to Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating.
1: Definitely five stars.
0: (laughs) Uh, But primarily, leave us a comment. We just want to know your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player.
1: Yeah, um, we actually have a a review that I pulled up right this second, so perfect timing. <laughs> uh, the most recent review is five stars. Thank nice. you for listening, uh, from Pat Nuhu N O O H O O. Nicely done. His uh his the title of this person's review is Nuhu who 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 who.
0: <laughs>
1: All spelled H U. He says, <laughs> God damn it. He says. Pretty sure my IQ goes down slightly every time I listen, but keep it coming. <laughs> That's exactly what we're going for.
0: Fair enough. People talk about soccer IQ all the time. Let me tell you, we're <laughs> rooted more
1: than just that here. Whatever the opposite of soccer IQ is, that's what we have.
0: <laughs> so be like Pat. New who 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 who. <laughs> and leave us a review telling us your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player. Unlike what Pat did,
1: <laughs> a review who 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 uh, who, who who a review. <laughs> uh, oh oh on the end. <laughs> you you
0: you 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 you. Uh, this week, the best team to ever play soccer ever, Seattle Sounders FC, take on the it must be the global warming Vancouver Whitecaps.
1: Is that because they're playing in Rio Tinto Stadium uh, all the time now, which means that Vancouver's probably flooded, and (laughs) so they had to move south?
0: (laughs) I was just thinking because they're melting away. They are at the, rather than the peaks being a beautiful white, it is the seas that have risen for the, um, (laughs) for the white, those white caps is what we're talking about now. Full full podcast, excuse me, full90podcast.com
1: for all of our links and fun. Or, as I learned today, we own the domain majorleaguesoccer.com.com. <laughs> <laughs> And it goes to the same spot. So Brandon, either go to fold 90 podcastcom or majorleaguesoccer dot
0: we've owned that URL for so long now. I just never <laughs> said anything because I wanted you someday to go to it, and then you started changing it to say it a different way, which is actually makes more sense. Yeah. Um, the majorleaguesoccer soccer dot com dot com, and um, that makes way more sense in it. But I've owned MajorLeagueSoccer.com.com dot com for so long now,
1: <laughs> and um, we just so so. Too long didn't listen. Yeah. Go don't go to major soccer dot com Just go to major leaguesoccer.com com. Uh, or full ninety
0: podcasts. Or full ninety
1: podcast. Full 90 podcast dot com. But preferably
0: <laughs> uh, hit me with the uh, with the Merlin bird
1: idea. I got we gotta get straight to the important soccer talk Dude. Talk about the wizard bird. Let's Dude. go. Somebody uh, on Twitter, they didn't even at us because we haven't built enough of a brand and ornithological uh, world yet. But Somebody uh, tweeted out that they the app that they use to identify birds. They see a bird, and then they it's called the Merlin Bird ID. What they do is they see a bird, and they go, "Okay, this bird has the, you know this plumage or this uh, <laughs> colored beak or something like that," and then it'll show them you know a bunch of pictures of birds, and you can determine what what bird am I seeing and and whatever based on the pictures. Well, now. The news is that the Merlin Bird ID app can now ID bird songs. Um, And so now if you hear a wizard bird in the wild, you can hold up your phone. And the next time that it sings its little uh, uh, song of harmonic convergence, you will uh, be able to identify that that's the wizard bird. That's uh, TBPNW that did that. We were back when
0: bird watching became really cool at the beginning of the pandemic. She was posting pictures of all the sweet birds that she was getting outside of her uh, house. And I was like, whoa, let's, let's do some bird talk here as the host of Nerd Talk. That's also bird the, talk,
1: you know, bird talk.
0: <laughs> and so um, when that came back around, I was like, oh, you don't even know. <laughs> we go way back in bird talk. So, yeah. I actually got out of the car the other day and was like uh, I keep every time I hear a wizard bird I'm like to my kid I'm like Harrison wizard bird and he's like what are you talking about you psycho I'm like you hear that and he's like no you yeah, <laughs> don't listen to your dumb podcast or care about birds yeah. <laughs> so um yeah anyway that's uh, I I want to get the app I might actually have to do it because I am legit interested in birds now
1: well, I was walking through the park uh, with Catherine, my wife, the other day, and um, there's this really big park in Spokane called Manito Park. Don't call it Manito Park, even yes. though it is objectively a better name. Yeah. Um, so I was walking through Manito Park with my wife, and um, I heard a wizard bird. I heard oh. a wizard bird, and I I stopped. I was like Cath- Catherine, Catherine, did you did you just hear that? And she was like. Oh, it's a wizard bird I, I was like it's a wizard bird come on she, a what now and I'm like oh it's a thing on the podcast it's a bird that and she was like
0: okay <laughs> I would you would you couldn't even pay me to listen to that podcast Brandon's yeah. wife yeah. Uh, She's I gotta... like,
1: although I wish they paid you to do the podcast <laughs>
0: whatever you're, you're on company time right now that's right <laughs> <laughs> um uh, now, first of all, congratulations! You f- you went public with the knowledge that uh, you and your wife have created another human. Yeah, uh, that's uh, well at least percolating right now. So you're gonna yeah. have another human. A
1: lot of people got really into making bread from scratch. We made life. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's some different kind of batter. Um... Gross. <laughs> Hey, we did have to use eggs. <laughs> <laughs> you don't use eggs in bread. I know how to make bread. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: anyway, uh, I think that I know we were talking about how we want more listeners for this podcast and we're kind of capped, but I, that's pretty extreme lengths that you're going to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, if there's a, if there's one thing that you just said that is true, is that the length was extreme. <laughs> <laughs> again my wife doesn't listen to this podcast so she cannot refute yeah.
0: and i don't want to know for sure i've already yeah. we've already showed one body part that is grotesque we don't need to
1: see another also missing a tooth <laughs> penal dentata okay yeah <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, so we're making a baby, and already um, has a Sounders
0: jersey. Your wife our, being like, "Oh, good, more soccer talk."
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously, we um, which is really cool. So, um, Robin, a mutual uh, person that we know, uh, who now works for the Rain, saw yeah. that I had, uh, tweeted that out, and she uh, responded asking for my address. I think I'm about to get an OL Rain jersey, oh, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. I like, I like, thought about buying one of each um, because we don't know the gender yet. Uh, yeah. So I bought a Sounders jersey because everybody can support the Sounders. Doesn't matter who your gender yeah. or ethnicity or all of the other things, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, uh, and so, but then I was like, I, I, so I found a Sounders onesie that you could customize the name and everything um, on Etsy. They did not make one for the rain, so I didn't bother buying a rain onesie. Um, Also, I don't know how to use the internet very well, so I couldn't find if there was anyone anywhere Only your job. No big deal. Yeah. And plus, I just thought I was going to get one for free from Robin. So thanks, Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, congratulations on doing it. That's so cool. Oh, I thought you were about to say on the free onesie. (laughs)
0: Either way, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. the free stuff and the sex that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the free sex also. I did not cool. have to pay for
1: the sex with my wife,
0: <laughs> that's nice of her. My wife is now charging me, so it's um,
1: uh... anyway.
0: Um, how about them sounders, huh? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, how about them sounders?
0: Uh, Seattle top of the league, obviously, the best team in soccer ever, obviously, with uh, having, having not given up a goal in the run of play in 10 matches is, I mean, that's, that's bonkers. It's like it's, it's unimaginable yeah. that you would have that, especially since like last season. I don't have the stats behind me, but kind of a leaky squad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I It's funny because if you watch the Sounders and if you look at the results, yeah. um, I, we said this a little bit last year too. They're getting the – they're unbeaten in 10. They haven't given up a goal from the run of play. They're top of the league um, by themselves as the only uh, undefeated team in the entire league. Most of those undefeated games are wins, right? I think only three of the 10 are draws. Um, And so they're playing, obviously, and getting results. For some reason... I'm not convinced, like by watching this team, right? Because, and I don't know if it's because like you go into every game with this little bit of anxiety because there's no Nico Ladero, Stefan Fry uh, is out, Nuhu for the last two matches has been out. So you, it's I don't know oh, if it's because sorry, of that. I don't
0: actually feel comfortable with Nuhu at all. Like I, like oh. he's my favorite player on the field. Don't get me wrong, but like I still don't feel comfortable with him out there. See, Chad Marshall, might... you feel comfortable. Nico Ladero, you feel comfortable. Nuhu sure. is still like I don't know. He might. Scissor kick a guy to death. I like could Still happen.
1: He is either he is either the defender of the year or he's a monster from Space Jam doing like everything that is against the rules but still playing the game. Yeah, I mean, you just who knows? But I'll say I think he's matured so much oh, in the last on, year, yeah. it, like this year, and he's playing so incredibly up to the last two games where he hasn't for been sure. able to play um, to the point where I'm like, yeah, dude, this guy sh- legitimately should be getting looked at for uh for you know second division teams in France or even lower first division teams in in France yeah. um or you know like he gets called up by Cameroon by his national team so the guy is obviously playing well anyway all this is to say is that like as good as the Sounders are on paper and ha- and as they have been you're still seeing like these nervy moments where yeah. you're like, oh, is this going to be the game that they lose? But then they pull it off. They pull it off in the end. And I think like despite what you want to say about the legitimacy of the handball penalty that led to Rui Diaz's uh, penalty kick, I mean, if you were going to take that one off, you got to take the one off at the other end that RSL scored, and it's still a 1-0 win for the Sounders. So... All that is to be said, I think it's a fair result that they got against RS, or against RSL. I think that the rest of the matches that they've been playing have been good. I just don't know why yet. I'm like not quite at the level of like confidence where we can go into any game and win any game against any team because even when you go against an LA Galaxy who are good this year or when you go against LAFC or Atlanta where they uh, got two draws against both of those teams, like... You go into that thinking, oh, uh, here's this is going to be where the you know the the paper comes down uh, off the walls, and you start to see the real cracks uh, in this in this squad has not happened yet, has it's, not it, happened yet. Yeah, it's
0: interesting They come out and yeah, like nothing says that that's the team that you expect to be undefeated or unbeaten rather, um, same word uh, that, this season. But then they come out and they play totally. They're like they really hold it down super well. The thing that I'm starting to understand though is that. You don't have Joao Paulo out there on that field and suddenly that team's got a big problem. He is the backbone and like I know other guys work as hard, but without him out there with all that confidence and just like being such a battle axe, I I start to worry about what that squad looks like. So these three games in eight days with him out there playing you know, full 90. I, I, if we don't see him on Saturday, I wouldn't be surprised if they let him have a rest and put the game more in, on the shoulders of Christian Woldon, who also ran his face off.
1: Well, it, this is what's crazy. So, somebody put together a video of uh, all of Joe Paulo's touches against RSL, and uh, uh, Jeremiah Ocean of Sounder at Heart responded. He said, I'm watching this video right now, I'm a minute into the video. And of a, I mean, I'm a minute into a five minute video, and we're only five minutes into the match, so just that just like goes that might be hard to comprehend, but like what I'm trying to say is a minute into a five minute video, Jao Paulo's touches are already like extend, like he's he just he controlled possession for that game for the Sounders. He was the. Complete pivot joint uh, between the Sounders defense and attack going into that match. When you don't have a guy like Nico Ladero who's able to play um, and take some of that pressure off of yeah. off of another midfielder, like it all comes down to that Jao Paulo uh, that Jao Paulo position, and he played it extremely well. Yeah, if you pull him out, Christian Roldan slots back there, but Christian Roldan, Roldan's also playing a ton of minutes. Yeah, so it's I, I think it's,
0: that I think he's the. Easily the most important player for the squad. I think that he's more important than Nico Ladero. And then you could argue that Rui Diaz has eight goals, so that's like a big deal, and so also very important. But I think João Paulo is what's keeping this, you know, this uh, train on the tracks right now. And I think that missing, if you had to miss one or the other... I'd almost give up Lodero before I gave up Joao Paulo right now. That's a big that's a big thing to well, say. you have had both, you've
1: but. had 10 matches this season to watch what you can do without Nico Lodero and you can realize like you can visualize that, right? Yeah. I think what's uh crazy to me is that when you went into the season, maybe this is part of what drives this uh Lack of confidence. I mean, I, I I still think right now, like I'm going to watch the Sounders go into Vancouver or Rio Tinto. Um, except or, it's at Lumen, it's at Lumen Field. It's yeah, at home. Seattle. <laughs> so I'm yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to watch the Seattle play at home against a bad team, um, and and win. I like I fully expect the Sounders not to drop these what we used to call for them trap games. Right, like a team comes in that you think that the Sounders should beat and then all of a sudden play like crap, yeah. uh, and lose now with this team the way that they've been playing i expect them to play against vancouver and and dominate the way that they played against rsl and controlled the entire game and i don't think uh to joe paulo's credit he had a great game but i don't think it was just him i think jimmy madronda great, came in and had a great game i think ab ab sissoko came in and had an amazing game uh filling in for Nuhu. i think the entire sounders defense who have given up what four goals this season five goals this season none from the run of play uh came in and did not look shaky for even a minute uh against RSL. you I mean you want to talk about the penalty that was I mean questionably yeah. a penalty I think if you give that penalty on first look you can't overturn it but I think it's you shouldn't give that penalty on its first look right yeah, bad bad refereeing right um on both on both penalties like it's like, sure totally
0: well, wait, the second one for Rui Diaz was a handball, was that what yeah, it was?
1: Yeah. But I mean like yeah, the arm is not in a natural position, but also like it, he had zero time to react to the ball. So in 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 my view, neither of those penalties is a penalty. They're like it's really harsh on both of those players, the def- on both defenders to call a penalty yeah. against either of them. That said, the rest of that match, the Sounders controlled and dominated they might not have turned it into a ton of chances but i think rsl had four total shots on goal in the entire match and and one of them was a penalty and the other three came from corner kicks yeah so it's yeah. Stefan cleveland too i mean for a guy that comes in and fills the shoes of who we think could and should have been goalkeeper of the year for the last three oh, years running stefan cleveland comes in and and you know the first game you're like oh, i don't know this new young guy who's filling in for a guy it's like My stepdad, but I love my dad. So do I trust this guy? And they come in and and you see him coming out. Like he's like Manuel Neuer out there, sweeper keeper, like all All the way. All right. Okay. No, but I'm just talking. There's times where you're like, oh, no, there's nobody in defense. And all of a sudden you've got Stephen Cleveland 30 yards outside his own goal, booting it down the field. Yeah.
0: No, I feel confident. It was within, you know, uh, one half of play for him coming out a few matches ago that I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's got it. It's the goalkeeping. Squ- the whole squad for Seattle is incredible. So, what's that? What's the coach's name? That's uh, so Tommy clutch. Dutra. Tom Dutra, yeah. yeah, he's like so clutch. It's so clutch. So, <laughs> um, Seattle looked great in the stats department. Rui Diaz with the late PK tied for goals with Chicharito at eight.
1: Yeah, both. Uh, uh, they are both in the the golden boot lead. Uh, how do you say? Let's see, Peru. What do they wear down there? They. You know, I think that the Peruvian so I think Peruvians wear some sort of clog, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. So, is it a golden clog? Um, we're gonna have to do more research. I would refuse.
0: Gonna... I refuse to be drawn in on this.
1: Okay, okay. I'm 90% sure they wear some sort of clog. That's not called a clog, but it's a wooden shoe. Uh, both are tied for uh, the golden the golden boot currently sure. yeah. uh, at eight goals apiece. Uh, but the one thing that Raul Diaz has over Chicharito is he has 50 goals for the Sounders. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> Well, there's still time for Chicharito to give up 50 own goals. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so, let's give him time. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Like, stop! He's like, no, I gotta, I gotta beat
1: Diaz. <laughs> Can we talk about uh, Gio Paulo's set pieces, though? Sure. Like, Nico Ladero steps away. Nico Ladero... Most of the time, awesome from a free kick. Questionably, yeah. 50% of the time, good from a corner kick. Jao Paulo, <laughs> 60% of the time, perfect all the time. <laughs> does, does anyone leave more corner kicks short or not
0: past the first defender than Nico Ladero?
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Jao Paulo, on the other hand, like, Nico Ladero comes back. You don't give those, that, uh, those corner kick duties back to him.
0: But then as you pointed out earlier, too, the transition between... Playing defense and offense, Paulo top three in assists. Um, So he's contributing both ends there to be able to, and not even hockey assists, that second assist or whatever. The Richard Sherman of Sounders defense, Yamar leads the table in interceptions, something I did not realize we were
1: tracking track yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well we aren't tracking it <laughs> we are looking at an internet website that is tracking it major league soccer soccer.comcom not to be confused with dot com.
0: <laughs> correct and Seattle Trail only sporting Kansas City in overall team
1: goals with 18 so it's pretty crazy so how, man uh, how many I mean how many behind uh one, can, uh, one, one or two. Okay, so it's amazing20. And what's their goal differential, though? That's the big. That's the yeah. Big I think Seattle's still
0: winning at that too. So yeah. um, I don't have it in front of me, but if my memory serves me correctly, you yeah. mentioned um, already what's the story on this? Like, so as you could tell by the fact that we didn't podcast for two weeks, um, I just kind of switched off, and I haven't followed the Sissoko storyline at all, except for it immediately. I'm like, oh, is he related to any of the guys that play in the Prem right now? And I it turns out that I think Sissoko, like Triore, might just be a more freak, more popular name. And whatever the northern African countries that you see sure. these guys, um, or they're probably from, I don't know where they're from specifically, sure, but that, yeah. that's where those names pop up a lot from. So is uh, what's the story behind this Sissoko kid?
1: Yeah, I honestly, um, I, he was playing for the San Diego Zest Uh, which is in, like, the USL 3 or 4 or something, and then uh, got signed by uh, the Tacoma Defiance and has been playing there as a defender for the last year, Um, and then got called up for the Sounders, uh, apparently to fill in for some of the... you know some of the the injuries, or just like especially during this crazy time right now, like do some rotation. What's crazy is like I don't think he's related to any of um, the 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 Sissoko's of the Prem, um, but I think he is related to Demba Ba. <laughs> Uh, he's like a he's like a cousin or something like that.
0: I've all bah, about that guy from uh, from uh, Newcastle's where i yeah, remember playing. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, and he I mean he's played uh, all over. Played for West Ham. Played for Newcastle. Played for Chelsea. Um, <sighs> wow! Like so, Demba Ba and uh, and Ab Sissoko uh, are are cousins of some sort, and uh, uh, they what, what was it? Oh, because Demba Ba tweeted. Um, about about sissoko
0: that's
1: awesome he said he said uh, great game uh congrats on your debut for a great team one of the greatest teams in mls coached by a great coach so if you had hey. demba ba calling brian schmetzer a great coach on your 2021 bingo card <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome uh the surname sissoko is the 13,219th most frequently held family name throughout the world it's held by a, around 172. 1 in 172,067 people. The surname Sissoko is primarily found in Africa, where 99% of Sissokos reside. 98% reside in West Africa, and 97% reside in Senegambia, Africa. That, those two percentages equal almost 200%, so I'm not exactly... <laughs> oh, I guess West Africa is a region,
1: and Senegambia, yeah, Africa
0: yeah. is a more local... Specification. Well,
1: so Abdoulay aka Abdoulay aka AB Sissoko mm. uh, is from France okay. uh, and and his uh cousin apparently Demba Ba also from France <laughs> Um, so obviously there's a large, uh, Western African uh, population in France, uh, due to colonialization and and immigration and things like that. So, um, Jimmy Traore, for instance, I I think that there's a huge French connection with some of these players, especially these defenders. You got Nuhu, you got Jimmy Traore, uh, coaching the defense, you've got A.B. Sissoko now. So it's really cool to have, um, I'm sure it's really great to have a guy like Jimmy Traore uh, leading those young guys in, in, in uh, being comfortable playing in MLs
0: triore is the 219th most commonly held last name what I had no idea wow around one in three uh, one in three thousand five people the surname triore occurs mostly in Africa where 96 percent of triores reside 95 percent reside in West Africa 73 percent reside in manda
1: Africa Monde, sorry so two hundred and something percent of Treores live in Africa. <laughs> we don't know math. Wait, we got to get Aaron back on here.
0: <laughs> wow, this is fascinating. I want to know more about surnames now, <laughs> just in general. I gotta. Okay, I gotta stop. I gotta focus on.
1: Podcasts. Speaking of, oh, okay. So speaking of names, I know we're supposed to talk about soccer, but uh, <laughs> speaking of names, so uh, we've you already talked name ta- your kid Traore? Well, that's what I'm about to say. Okay, so I am having a kid in january and we do not know um whether the gender is uh, uh if, if it's a boy or girl yet sorry the sex i should say instead yeah. of the gender um uh we don't know if it's if it's going to be a boy or a girl and so we are tossing around a lot of names for um in both of our columns for boys and girls yeah and so you remember my you remember my number one name right <laughs> no
0: if it was a boy, my number one name was Helicopter.
1: Helicopter. That's right. That's right. That's right. And and if it was a girl?
0: And then I could call him Chop.
1: Chop. <laughs> Instead of like, oh, it's a chip off the old block. No, it's the chop off the old copter. Yeah. You, you get it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because my wife wasn't down with Velocicopter, so yeah, I had yeah. to... Uh, you had to tone that down a little to, bit. To helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then obviously, um, because of my masculinity, we weren't having a girl, so yeah. I mean...
1: <laughs> if it was a girl, it was going to be Stephanie.
0: <laughs> no. It was going to be sold. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I I actually wanted a girl. I'm just being ridiculous. Okay, yeah. thank
1: you. Um, so... Demba could our... be your kid's name. Demba 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 Soko Griffith. Yeah, perfect. Well, okay. Well, so when I got my, um, when we got our first dog, yeah, uh, Catherine, uh, my wife, wanted to name it all these different things, and yeah. I just kept trying to slip names to her that were uh, definitely Sounders names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And so our dog ended up, even though the it, for the front runner for the longest time, because she didn't realize it was a player, was Gustav, <laughs> uh, and he ended up being Siggy, short for Siggy. Uh, the dog it fits him really well so uh, I'm curious maybe in in your review this week if you leave us one definitely five stars on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast um, go and leave a review and tell us what Sounders player I should name my kid after yeah Osvaldo that's Osvaldo great Uh, I'm thinking uh, Stefan is is definitely a leading candidate yeah Stefan Griffith that's all right. that works my brother is already Steven spelled with a PH so everybody already calls him Stefan Hmm, okay. So, uh, anyway, just... Uh, I'm really just,
0: thinking this through, like... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, do we have any insanely awesomely named people? Oh, I mean, there was a while where we had uh, Handwalla Buana. Oh, Handwalla Griffith is... That's it. Uh, that's the leader right there. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> we had uh, Magnus Wolf Icrum. Come on. <laughs>
0: Magnus? Come on. <laughs> I, I mean, this is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you've got lots to choose from. Yeah, and if it's a girl, Magnus. I think Magnus. That's a, I think that's a gender neutral. <laughs> Magneta. <laughs> Dude, will you name your kid Magneto? Yes.
1: <laughs> if it comes out looking like Michael Fassbender, or uh, or covered in metal, or covered in metal, great. <laughs> My mother-in-law will have something to say about that. This is uh,
0: this is our child T one thousand.
1: G one thousand, thank you very much.
0: <laughs> perfect.
1: I like that too, that
0: I feel like it's named after me as well. So oh, great. perfect. Yeah. Okay, uh on a serious note, do you know what the hell's going on with Nico Ladero? We talked about him multiple times and and what like what's he was supposed to be, you know, out for a few matches at the beginning, you know, rehab, be okay. Same thing with Stephen Fry, just a couple matches and then like, oh, they're just lost and whatever that Simpsons you remember the Simpsons softball episode oh, where yeah. Ozzy gets lost in in some sort of time warp.
1: Yeah, they've been uh, they've been pulled into the the realm of the wizard bird. Uh, we have to wait until the next harmonic conversions in order to go into the spirit world and bring them back. It writes uh, itself, obviously. It, yeah. Obviously, uh, the yeah. So so and Fry gets injured. It's a knee injury. It's not meant to be that bad. It's supposed to be maybe a couple of months. Turns out he ends up developing a blood clot, which can be much more dangerous. I've had one, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, right, yeah, and so... You know why? You know to... what's
0: terrible? Because for the first 10 days that you have it, you have to stab yourself in the stomach with a giant needle and then inject yourself with, uh, with the drugs to get it going. That's really, really awful. I know people have to do that all the time, and I feel terribly for them because I'm literally in an airport bathroom traveling somewhere, stabbing myself and crying. <laughs> it's just like a grown man crying. <laughs> And like the worst smelling SeaTac toilet.
1: (laughs) I wonder, like, uh, I just, I just wonder, you know, who the person next to you is thinking about that. They're like, they're like, I think I'm having it bad. This guy is literally, literally like I should not have eaten the wings at 10 AM in the airport. Why is it open at 10 AM in an airport? Uh, But time means nothing when you're in an airport traveling. This guy next to me is either injecting drugs into his body (laughs) and crying about it. He couldn't see the needle, so
0: it was just like this guy next to me is really just weeping.
1: (laughs) Who does number two work for? (laughs) (laughs) Number two? So
0: Ladero, any ideas? Is he yeah. Lost so, in... so
1: Nico Ladero also lost in the role of the wizard bird. No, he. Uh, so similar injury. Uh, I don't remember some adductor, and I've never been able to figure out what an adductor is. Same thing that's wrong with um, with Nuhu apparently. Uh, as somebody who
0: has an adductor injury, myself, hello from karate. Uh, it's the worst. I've never been able to make it go away. I've tried very little. To make it go away, but are you uh, working with professional PTs and physicians? No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. I am occasionally stretching. Okay. <laughs> I wonder why it's not going away. I went to PT for it, and they like went to, like, they're like, well, your hamstrings are a mess. And they went to stretch me, and my leg goes like four degrees. And the lady started laughing. She was like, oh my God, I've never seen anyone this bad. And I was like,
1: cool. <laughs> and guess what? I almost named my child a Helicopter. <laughs>
0: It was at the time where I was expecting, a. uh, my wife was expecting a baby, so yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, so Nico Ladero is unable to get well. He does play 30 minutes for the Sounders earlier this season, right? I think it was the second game of the season, maybe the third game of the season. He did come on for 30 minutes, played well, uh, changed the game for the Sounders as he does um but turns out I don't know if he reaggravated it or something but ends up having to have a small surgery to repair whatever injury it was um I think it was probably better for him in the long term to just end up uh doing it surgically rather than then waiting for it to heal itself and maybe reinjuring yourself or whatever so Nicoladero um out I think the way that Steve Zacwani was talking on the um on the broadcast made it sound like he he will be back in like a month's time or something like that. So um, it's not like a, I Um, don't think with either uh, Stephen Fry or Nico Ladero, we're talking about season ending uh, injuries the way that you are with Jordy DeLem who had that ACL injury in the same game that Stephen Fry went down. Um, So I don't think that you're talking about season ending injuries, but you are, especially the way that the Sounders have been playing, you are going to take it, you know, pretty easy with these guys, get them fully fit uh, to the point where you will be able to have them for the rest of the season and for the rest of their careers, hopefully, um, without re-aggravating these injuries. And and more importantly, as we talked about, the Sounders are 10 games undefeated without Nico Ladero, of, of all people. Like, if it, going into the season, the Sounders were expected to be garbage. This was a rebuilding <laughs> year, according to everybody. So uh, the fact that the Sounders have gone 10 undefeated, uh, playing without Nico Ladero for ninety. Seven percent of that, except for thirty minutes, right? Um, I think that uh, the Sounders will take their time with him as well. But who knows? You could see him back in a month. You could see him back in in no time.
0: That brings us to the most important player for Seattle. It's the multi-level marketing hydration break man of the match.
1: Yeah. Yep. Your multi-level marketing hydration break man of the match. And honestly, maybe Jimmy Madronda. Multi-level marketing hydration break. It's only fun if you bring three friends this Saturday when we take two timeouts to drink water because it's too hot for humans to be playing soccer. This is too hot for humans to be doing anything. Dude, it's in Spokane. It's supposed to be 108 freaking degrees. Yeah,
0: I've lived in uh, the desert a lot of my life, and it's like the difference between 98 and 110 is painful. Like 98 degrees is bad, but like like, when you live in uh, Tucson, a... A Tucson or a um where else? Like a Vegas Albuquerque, like you just okay, fine, it's
1: just super hot. But even that, like people that live there are like,
0: oh My God, what's going on? So
1: Yeah. Hundred days for Kant's bad. It's not it's not gonna be great. Uh, I am like you're already looking at uh, like the Portland Timberwolves, for instance, have pushed back <laughs> their the start Timbers. time. <laughs> they have pushed back their start time because of the heat that's uh, expected down there. Um, there's talks about that possibly being a thing uh, for the Sounders, because what's we what have to think about is not only is it 95 degrees or in the mid 90s at first kick around seven o'clock uh, at night. Um you're also talking about the way that, like, the Sounders play on turf. A lot of these teams play on mm. turf. That turf gets even hotter. Your yeah. feet start to just sweat and turn into little prunes in those cleats, right, on that hot black rubber turf. Yeah. Uh, so you, you have to be thinking not only about uh, hydration, obviously, but just, like, changing Excuse your me. socks at halftime. Multi-level What's marketing it? hydration. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, perfect. Uh, <laughs> it's it's just it's it's going to be... Incredible, like why you shouldn't do anything in that type of heat. It sounds like the perfect time for me to do a gender reveal and start a West Coast forest fire.
0: <laughs> gender reveals are the worst. Yeah,
1: we'll not be doing that.
0: <laughs> uh, I encourage you to. Uh, Ross Fletcher, former Sounders broadcaster, once told me he gave me the encouragement to not find out the gender because mm-hmm. it makes it more fun. Or excuse me, it's sex. We got to get that right. Um, to not find out the sex because then you buy neutral things. And you don't force like this, um, you don't stereotypes
1: or. Well, you don't just show
0: up with like an all pink everything because you're going to have a girl or whatever. And it helps you think outside of the box a little bit for how to make like cool themes and whatnot. And boy, was he right. And boy, was it a surprise when I saw that wiener on that newborn baby and like, oh, it's a boy. Look at that.
1: So it was fun. We will will definitely find out. uh, So thanks for that. But. Shove it. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely are going to find out. However, we are both uh, extremely neutral people to begin with, and so yeah. um, we've already been buying clothes knowing that it doesn't really matter uh, what this thing, whether it comes out with a wiener or uh, or a, a vagina, so yeah. or with claws, or I hope it's a lobster. I, I oh. hope it comes. I hope it comes out. Love back well, I have been. <laughs> He is a handsome, he is a handsome man, and I would not fault my wife. (laughs) He's also very nice. He also runs, he also runs ultra marathons, and so the kid would have the lobster. Sorry, would have better genes (laughs) than my human baby.
0: (laughs) So the match is Saturday, uh, 6 p.m. is when it's supposed to kick off, but we'll see. Vancouver Whitecaps FC in town to play Seattle Sounders FC at Lumen Field. Uh, Please don't push it back uh oh Brandon's dead
1: if the if it if it scubas out of the womb (laughs) Lubeck Roger (laughs) another baby runs down from down the hallway and chops it at its feet and it
0: chops your wife when she falls
1: lobster comes out
0: That's how childbirth works, everybody. <laughs>
1: anyway,
0: Saturday night, it's supposed to be at 6 p.m. I have tickets to take my whole family, the three of us. So my kid can see a soccer match because 6 p.m. is perfect. We get there 6, you know, they start at 6.29 or whatever. We watch the first half and then we hit the road and come back home, beat traffic and everything, get him to bed on time. But he gets to go to a soccer match and it's so exciting, right? If they bump it back to 7 or 8, like, no, no way. I I can't do that. I can't. Oh, I could abandon my family, though, and have three seats to myself. That sounds
1: amazing. I'll come. Yeah. I'll come watch. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I can't. I got my Steven, who will never be on this podcast, is coming Ever. to town. Ever. Well, he can't come to the soccer match with me either then. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> so the
0: Crap's coming off of a five-game losing streak. Oh, that is. I mean, that is obviously very bad, but that's very bad to have lost five in a row. The last time they beat was, I mean, it was in May. <laughs> last time they won a match, which is. Maybe even April. I don't even, we gotta go back and look that up. They only have eight goals on the season, which is one Rui Diaz.
1: Man, I don't how many new who's uh, does that end up being? Because I I know you can't multiply by zero, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> infinite it's either infinite new who's or or zero new who's I want
0: everyone to know that if new who ever scores, I'm calling him n uh new Diaz. Right? Nui Diaz. That... <laughs> Nui Diaz? Nui yeah. Diaz. Um, currently tied for last in the Western Conference and will play the remainder of their July matches. They'll continue to play in Salt Lake City, which we alluded to, at Rio Tento Stadium.
1: I I just am so... is So because of the coronavirus and mm-hmm. the pandemic and everything mm-hmm. that has happened, the borders between uh, or the border between the U S and, and Canada has, has remained closed, yeah. uh, which is a bummer. Cause I've got some really good friends up in Saskatchewan who I would love to see. Um, it, but Vancouver, uh, the, the team, Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal have to be playing all of their games, uh, in the U S. And so, uh, Montreal and Toronto have been playing down in Orlando at the universal world of soccer or whatever they're calling that <laughs> thing outside Disney's ESPN sports complex. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Vancouver's been playing at Rio Tinto and will compl- continue to play at Rio Tinto and I just want to know like what that relationship is like between uh the Whitecaps who are are using who have been tenants at this stadium. Uh they've brought all of their families down, uh their oh. dog, like their pets, everything. They're all putting they're putting them all up in these in these hotels. Um but like what's the relationship between RSL and Vancouver right now? Cuz it kind of feels like to me the the best way to picture it is like your mom married a new guy, and so now you have a stepdad, and then you have to live in the same house as your stepbrother. But like your mom makes oh, you hang like the out movie with step your stepbrothers, step- yeah. But the, and they make you hang out all the time, and you're just kind of like I'm just imagining like adults. Vancouver players like doing workouts and like looking over at the RSL players doing workouts and being like, this is super weird.
0: Rubio, wipe down the equipment, man. <laughs> your nut sweat's all over it. <laughs> How many Canadians actually play for these Canadian teams? I wonder. Is it more than ten percent?
1: I I don't know. I know that they have, um, they do have some sort of quota that they yeah, have to like hit with like Canadian yeah. players. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I don't I don't know exactly, but uh, I don't think it's a lot.
0: It's funny how like the, uh, the further south you get like, the less the restrictions are in North America. Like, Canada is like, no, stay out. Florida is like, here's your free shotgun.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, don't worry. These aren't the shot. These aren't... This isn't a gun that shoots the vaccine into you. No, no, no. Please. This shoots people with the vaccine.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of these teams playing in other places, I do feel bad for them because that's got to be really difficult to not be with your stuff even. I mean, I know it's just material things, but, like, those comforts when you're... Um, the types of pressures you put on there as a professional athlete that sucks to miss that but and then also to have to be in salt lake city would be like it'd be cool in some regards but
1: anyway it, good 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 news for the sounders who will be playing uh against a team who has been so morally and emotionally defeated over the last 18 months uh of a pandemic where they haven't been able to be home and and uh very rarely get to see their family so uh good for the sounders at the same <laughs> who's your hero uh mental illness <laughs> But in corresponding news,
0: interestingly, the Sounders just announced, I just saw the email, that they'll be opening up the full stadium now. Uh, they're going right back to normal starting July 7th is the home match after the governor lifts all the restrictions in Washington. And so they'll actually be able to welcome everyone back, which is uh, pretty cool for summer
1: now, now is that with um so so right now There, the uh, you were able to go to the match last night or not you specifically but many people were able to go to the match last night and sit in certain seats if they were able to show their covid uh vaccination card to show that they've gotten the vaccination now when the sounders reopen to the full stadium uh in in july is it just like we're normal. We're back to normal. This is it, baby. Or are there still going to be requirements about uh, vaccinations and things like that? Uh, Seattle, Washington, with Washington State on course to fully reopen after June 30th. Happy
0: birthday, Dad. R.I.P. Uh, and consistent with Governor Jay Inslee's full reopening plan, Sounders FC today announced that the club plans to fully open Lumen Field beginning with July 7th home match against Houston Dynamo. For Sounders FC fans, this means that beginning on July 7th, the stadium will be fully open and there is no longer a requirement to show vaccination verification before entry. For children ages 5 to 15, the team will no longer require proof of a negative COVID-19 test. So I don't see... So we are full... I mean, it's 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 back, baby. I don't see any mention of mask um, in this. I just did a quick you know, command F yeah. Yeah. how to see, And there's no mask mentioned. So it looks like it's like right back on. And I know the Seahawks announced that they'd be doing the same thing in the fall. So, um, it's definitely game on in Sounders land. So that's, uh, that's uh, excellent. Sweet. Okay. Well, um, Saturday night, we're looking at 6 PM is what it's called for right now. Vancouver whitecaps in town against Seattle Sounders FC at Lumen field. Oh boy, um, Brandon, take a look at your Crystal Pepsi ball. Tell me what you see swirling around in the effervescence.
1: I see, at bare minimum, Crystal Pepsi ball is showing me a shutout, and I see the Sounders getting three goals, and I'm I'm giving Will Bruin some love yeah. here. I'm I he that okay the first Sounders goal, the one that Christian rolled in, uh, rolled on. Damn it, uh, the one that Christian rolled on, put off of the rebound. Will Bruin. And, and Rui Diaz combined so well to yeah. set that, to set. I awesome. mean, yeah, it didn't go in, but they played so well to get that ball into a place where uh, Roldan had the opportunity to to hit the rebound. So I, I think Will Bruin has been doing so much dirty work this year. Um, And I, when I look into the Crystal Pepsi ball, I do see him getting a start just because of the way that he and mm-hmm. uh, Rui Diaz have been playing next to each other. Uh, I'm going to give Will Bruin two goals and Rui wow. Diaz one. Okay, I'll also
0: I'll almost match you there. I'm gonna say three one Sounders, but I'm gonna say that the one that they give up is in the run of play. Own goal. <laughs> All right. In case you this podcast was too long and you didn't listen, it's too long. Didn't listen. Too long. Didn't listen. Got to get me some of that Brandon batter.
1: Well, we're making pancakes, what? (laughs) We're making lobsters. Too
0: long, didn't listen. You could name Brandon's baby by going and giving us a review on the Apple Podcasts and tell us who, what Sounders player we should name Brandon's Baby after.
1: I say we as if I get a say, so I do my, now. My wife is going to be very upset that I set the bar so low. <laughs> but then, until I realize, until I tell her how many reviews we actually have, she'll be like, oh, nobody's listening. You're fine. <laughs> we got tons of reviews. I'm actually really proud
0: of that. Thanks, everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, a, just a quick like, hey, that's great of you. Thanks so much.
1: Too long, didn't listen. Le'Veck! LEBECK!